and gentlemen, welcome to the Deliberation Chamber. You're home for everything that has to do with pro wrestling. The hottest of hot takes. Chair shots to the head. Everything going on in WWE and AEW. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Deliberation Chamber. I am your host, Matt G. And man, do we have a big show for you today. So let's get into it. As everyone knows, there's only two rules. Rule number one, a new host will enter the chamber every five minutes. Rule number two, there will be a jabroni of the week every single week for the person with the worst opinion. So who is going to enter the chamber first? What's up? What's up? The March of the Velveteen Prince. Are we going to stick with that? <laughs> Mark um, here? I think it was the Lavender Prince, and I, I did oh. mention this earlier on our text message chain that I would be referred to as the artist formerly known as the Lavender Prince, since I think I was the only one who had a decent prediction last week, and it was swept under the rug, um, blind tagged by you and Jeff. Um, so I would like some I would like some recognition for the the Jack Hager call out. Uh, officially recognized. Moving on. Thanks, All right. Matt. So, no problem. No problem. So, Mike, <laughs> man, we had uh, possibly the biggest week in professional wrestling last week. Uh, I think it's safe to say Monday Night Raw success, AEW Dynamite premiere on TNT success, NXT first full show on USA success. Uh, Friday night SmackDown with the rock success. And then that brings us to hell in a cell this last Sunday night. How do we end the week with that? I'm to be honest, Matt, I was excited. Like I was really jacked up all week about all these different things happening. And then WWE just completely took a shit closing off the week with a, disqualification or I think the official call was that there was an ending of ending of the match due to too much regret, like referee stoppage. I mean, what, I mean, it's no secret that people are pissed off, but like, it just seems like such a letdown. And honestly, it seems like it's laziness to me. And I don't want to be one of these wrestling fans that just bitches and whines because I didn't get what I want, but like, I don't appreciate laziness and that's what pissed me off. Yeah. I don't understand how, you can end a hell in the cell match for him getting. I know he got hit with chairs, ladders, toolboxes. I think the sledgehammer is what did it. And so they had to stop the match. But if you don't stop a match for this. If mankind can literally die in a match. If he can have a tooth up his nose, if he can survive that and then get choke slammed through the top of the hell in the cell, I don't know why a uh, gimmicked sledgehammer is going to going to put him down. I just I laziness, Matt. It's have, laziness. They, have they flushed all the goodwill of last week down the toilet? 
I'm feeling that way, honestly, and I'm not to jump into it, but like Raw was horrible last night too. And it's just, yeah. it's, it's frustrating as hell because there's nothing to, to go off of. And it's just, there's no payoff after there's no explanation. There was just, and there was just a horrible Tyson Fury, Braun Strowman brawl that was poorly conducted. And I'm just, after last week, I feel like I should have been a little bit more excited to talk wrestling with you, Matt, but I'm just pissed off. Yeah, no, I completely understand that, Mikey. And I guess my thing, too, is are we in a holding pattern? Are we waiting for the draft this Friday? Is that what we're doing right now? I mean, that could really be the only realistic expectation or the realistic, I guess, reasoning behind it. But to me, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just it's it's frustrating. I think maybe the AEW premiere threw a wrench into them trying to, like, make that more of a bigger week. But they called... How do you have called it? Now that I'm thinking back in this, like, how do you call it the raw season premiere? But then you're going to have a draft the following week. Like, what are we premiering? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are we premiering a new stage? Was that why they called it the season premiere? Because there's a new fucking stage? Yeah, I will say I do like the new stages. I like the SmackDown one a lot more than I like the raw one. I love the SmackDown one. Something's off with the raw one. Although I will, huge, huge shout out to Natty. Be nature, Natalie uh, Neidhart herself, uh, and Lacey Evans. That was a pretty great um, last, last woman standing. Last woman standing. And uh, did you see the spot where Natty got thrown up against the new Raw stage and slid down like it was a half pipe? I mean, yes, I thought that was good. Pretty, and I think I thought that was great. I thought, wow, it only took us a week to get there, but I, I sure. was impressed. Well, you know what I am impressed with, and it kind of goes off of that. It's like they're doing some some decent storytelling and some decent booking with the undercard, rather than just kind of throwing some BS together. I think Chad Gable and. Um, I think uh, Baron Corbin's a good example of that, and I think this Lacey, this Lacey Evans Nat, uh, Natty stuff is is good and it's entertaining, right? But like, yeah. it's, like going back to your first point is like, what are we going to see in the draft, right? Like, and maybe that's why there is a holding pattern. But uh, it's interesting, Matt. What do you what do you think about like the the USA Networks Network Fox relationship? How how's that going to work? Are like certain networks going to be? We'll gotta kind of get to that, but oh, we're about to get to it. But we got someone else coming in the chamber. Who's it gonna be? Turn it up. It's been long awaited, but the professor is finally home. Welcome, welcome, professor. Uh, why don't you just jump right in talking about WWE and how they um, they hell in a celled themselves. I'm I'm gonna go completely agreeing with Mike on this one. Did everybody else just get let down throughout the week from Raw to NXT to SmackDown and then Hell in a Cell? It was just not all there. And I feel like the hype behind AEW they delivered, and it has cast a shadow over all of these episodes. Now that going into to Hell in a Cell, you started off with one of the probably the best matches of the night. The Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, after that, everything else was downhill. I also don't think the fans like this. You went into that with no card. You had three matches, and then going in the day of, you had you had a fourth one added on with, with Charlotte and Bailey, and then nobody knew what to expect. And I, I want to say, nothing was, was put on there for the fans that was anything spectacular. Yeah, I might, I, 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 I'm going to jump in right Any here, chick. Jeff. They added four cards uh, over their Instagram uh, three hours 
four new matches to the card added three hours before the show. It's just laziness. It's laziness. It's laziness. It's laziness in storytelling. It's been, this is the climax of how it's of the last four years of just horribleness. And it's, and it was, it, I feel like it's literally peaked on Sunday night watching Hell in a Cell. Here, and- here's my other big, big problem right now. I am a professional wrestling fan. Uh, I, Amen. And I love it when they mix in uh, people from other sports. I love it when they bring in celebrities. I'm not one of those fans that hates that. I, I really do think it's cool. However, I will say, trying to do a Brock. Uh, versus uh, Kane, Kane Northwest. Yeah, at Mania, and now that being a main storyline, all of a sudden, not okay with that. And then on top of that, the Tyson Fury stuff. Horrible. Like, I, I want to watch wrestling. I want to watch wrestling. It was it was two men hugging. It was two men hugging in a corner. That's all that it was. And I, I want to go off of that point. I completely agree with you. If you tease it the right way and you bring the right people in, you can actually deliver something for the fans. But I want to say, ever since Ronda Rousey came in, it's been it, it hasn't been spectacular at all. These people that they are bringing in do not know how to work a mic. They do not have the charisma that a WWE superstar can bring to a storyline, and it it just is disappointing. Agreed. It, it's absolutely trash, and I think we all agree. And Mikey, you hate it raw last night. That Tyson Fury Braun Strowman ending was the most scripted, most childish, shitty ending to a raw episode and i think you said in the last 10 years horrible horrible and i'm with you man i'm i'm i i'm not a, i i'm not opposed to like the celebrity stuff i think it's good in mania i think but it has to be that stuff to me is more one off more one off stuff i think the last decent like celebrity storyline they put together was floyd mayweather and the one before that was carl malone and dennis rodman you know what i mean and like that like it i mean just, it seemed terrible i, wanna, I think I'm going to say what everyone's thinking. Where's the vengeance for poor Dominic? <laughs> no, no vengeance. Mention poor, no mention of poor Dominic. <laughs> Ray Mysterio walks hospital. out with a, a sling and an overweight fat guy in <laughs> jeans and a knee brace. Where is the vengeance for Dominic? Laziness. Laziness. It's horrible. It's terrible. Well, I, I think we can all say that uh, hopefully this draft goes good. We're going to get to that in a second. I, I do, before we get to our next topic, want to just talk about how enjoyable it was to have The Rock back on Friday Night SmackDown or back home, as The Rock <laughs> says. Oh, oh. Before we get to that, we got one last person entering the chamber. It's time! It's chamber time! Oh, I love it when it's chamber time with D-Rock. Coming to you live. Where are you right now? Are you in Charlotte, North Carolina? Woo! The Queen City. Woo! (laughs) That is fantastic. So, D-Rock, what's your take on The Rock being back on SmackDown? I loved it. I, I think it shows... I think it shows a hole in WWE's game right now. We're not using the characters that have that type of charisma, that type of mic skill 
enough in the WWE. And that's why the, the fans are so thirsty for it. I think we do have those people in play. We're just not fully utilizing them uh, the way we should. We talked about this offline, right? The Miz is a perfect person who I think can bridge that gap. I think he can be that charismatic guy on the mic and that you can get a really nice title run out of him. And I, I don't think he's the only one, but I think he's the one that comes to mind uh, that would really fill that void that we're missing right now. has to be a heel. I think, Derek, I think, I think the only person they're doing a decent job with in that regard, and I think was probably one of the better matches. Don't, of the, don't you, don't you dare say it. I, okay, well, first off, let me finish. I'm the only one who had a decent prediction last week. So let me just finish Matt. I think I think oh, Kevin Owens gosh. is the only one that has oh, okay. a decent that's having a decent run on the mic with decent storytelling. I mean that's over now, but I think I'm going to go ahead and say here's I'm not hot take of the week, but I'm going to go ahead and say that was probably the best match of the entire week. I think would be the ladder match between Shane yeah. and Ke- uh, Kevin Owens, and it was awesome. I mean there was it was great action. There's a story behind it, and to get to see Kevin Owens. Fire Shane. I was hoping he was going to have him kiss the or join the Kevin Owens kiss my ass club. I thought that would have been awesome, but um, <laughs> I thought that was the best match of the week. Yeah, I, I think he's primed for a huge run. I really do. I think this was this was that first piece to that big run. Hopefully, towards a Royal Rumble run, I could see him win the Rumble and, and taking on one of the the big boys at WrestleMania. Yeah, I could see that too. Good, good call there, Mike. Good Thanks, call. Matt. I'll actually give you props for that. Now let's talk about not being lazy. Premiere of AEW Dynamite All Elite Wrestling on Wednesday night. Uh, as everyone on this cast knows, I ran into Cody and Brandy Rhodes today. Uh, we had a nice chat. They were headed out to uh, the taping tomorrow. But big things. Um, overall, I thought it was a damn good first episode. Uh, not perfect, but the first one never is going to be. But there was some solid wrestling. Uh, they uh, moved some stories along. Unfortunately, ended in a WCW double schmaz. Hoping we were going to get away from that. Let's go around the horn here. Uh, Professor, what was your favorite part about AEW Dynamite? I thought John Moxley was only just going to come out and maybe cut a promo, just kind of you know do a little spiel on the mic. To see him just come out and and just go off was absolutely incredible, and it really brought something that um, I feel like the WWE has been missing as of late just just some pure raw ruthless aggression um and that was awesome i felt the women's match was a little too long uh but i love to see uh my boy little uh jake hager coming in and just laying waste um really setting up a cool little uh uh faction over here is that a faction is that how they're gonna book that i was kind of curious about it I, th- I think that's how it's going to be going. I think it's going to be Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, and then their little lackeys along the way, kind of just, just destroying and running through. First AEW, of all, I don't think LAX like are Warner. lackeys. They have won many tag team titles across every promotion minus the WWE. In, as far as coming into AEW, the uh, Chris Jericho and Jake Hager are obviously the biggest names, though. Of I don't know if that's a faction. I'm going to agree with Mike on this one. I, I think you're just... I think you're reaching for it, Jeff. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't necessarily know if it is or not because I think just kind of going through some of the Instagram stuff, it, it, it seems like they might have been calling themselves that. Like, there's a lot of we, like it's our show now type thing. So, Jeff, I don't think you're completely wrong there. I'm a little bit confused with that, to be honest. But to go back to you know AEW, I think there's storytelling there, and there's a reason for us to tune in next week without like trying to promote fucking the re- the, the return Absolutely. of Kane Velasquez. 
And let me just say this. I would rather tune in once a week to one show and watch one set of storylines or, or one ongoing thing than have to keep up with three different things that are just leaving me disappointed. I could not agree more. Derek, favorite part of AEW Dynamite premiere? Uh, I, I liked the first match. I, I, thought, I thought it set a great thought, tone. I did, th I did think it was really, really well done. And I liked how we kind of got to see that old kind of, it was kind of a classic wrestling match for a, a, a especially the beginning with that, the chain wrestling back and forth. I thought that was really well done. I am going to, I'm going to get some heat for this, but I am not sure they did anything that WWE is overly worried about in the premiere. I thought that the female match actually showed a huge gap on the female side of things. WWE has that market cornered. Those mm -hmm. uh, those two for being the first fuel match. I don't know if, if for the championship belt kind of had a weird ending. I didn't really I didn't like the finish there. And I anytime you get like that over the top with like that girl is not going to be able to defeat <laughs> that <laughs> that opponent. And I I don't know if I like the the Jack Swagger um, introduction there. If that's your big reveal, somebody who's struggled for most of their career in the WWE, and you bring him out at the end like just some monstrous you know promotion, I don't know how that sits. Well, I, I, he doesn't I have don't think the he star in the WWE. Have yeah, have some respect. He's a former world heavyweight champion. He just got caught smoking weed. Yeah, he just got caught a with a little bit run. of pot. That is not what yeah, happened. He, there was bad booking there. I mean, <laughs> there was bad booking. The we the people thing didn't make great sense. I mean, Cesaro, for as great as everyone thinks he's, he is, is wearing some weird European pants to the <laughs> ring now. So uh, it's just hard to get over there. You know what I, really... I, I always thought he was in line for a much better push. He could have been booked more like a Kurt Angle. Right. And I think he's got more confidence on the microphone now. I think he just has more confidence after winning. What is he? Two and oh in Bellator. Yeah. So, he's, he's a beast. Um, Undefeated. Yeah. So I, I, I'm okay with it. I mean, it's no CM Punk. Uh, I'm not really sure what yeah. other surprises you could have pulled out. I, I don't, think you could have brought out Montel Vontavious Porter, <laughs> an MVP surprise. Uh, that how about how about a throwback? Another piece I, I did like to the show is how about an actual traditional tag team who I pause for for uh, for a moment. They actually come out to the same music. <laughs> they actually dress alike and they actually have traditional kind of tag team moves and work the in and out game. I loved that. I thought the young bucks were really, really good. In that they're, match. they're amazing. Uh, they're amazing. Yeah. I think that's going to be one of the highlights of what is going on in AEW is they have true tag team wrestling. I mean, the, the other thing that I like about AEW is that they are going to, you're not going to see everyone every single week. I mean, we didn't see uh, my boy Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. I was just going to mention that. Um, and those sweet. are my two That's favorite sweet. guys. That's my favorite tag it's team. Jurassic in AEW Express. Right now. Oh, it's. I like that they've got a little uh, bracket going on for the the tag team uh, yeah. titles, right? Uh, that's going to be cool to watch. Over Did anyone get it? And they've already announced a, a number one contender match for tomorrow night. Um, it's going to be Darby Allen versus um, uh, is it not Janela? Who's the guy that staples stuff to his face all the time? I think that is uh, your boy Joey Janela. No, there's. 
No. Where's Cassidy been? When do we I get like to Cassidy see Brandy Orange. Rhodes in a broad panties match? In the ring? Oh, this isn't WWE. This is AEW. I would like to roll out that. I would like to roll out that gimmick for Brandy Rhodes. WCW never had anything like that, did they? I don't think so. Uh, but it's cool that you want that. So that's cool. Whatever, whatever makes you, you happy. Make me very happy. Um, all right. Uh, so we got Derek's take, we got the professor's take Mike, what was your favorite part of the show? Um, I think my favorite part of the show was the ending as well, but I think overall my favorite part of the show was just the, they, they found a way to get me interested without doing a lot of talking just in general. I think the matches were unbelievable. I think the wrestling was really good. And I think, um, I think Jericho is just, is just unbelievable. I think he's doing his best work right now, to be honest with you. Um, and that's yeah, a hot listen take. Listen to this. That is a hot take. And I, I don't disagree. Listen to this card for tomorrow night. This is phenomenal. You got Darby Allen versus Jimmy Havoc. That was the name I, I couldn't remember for the number one contender match. You've got, Hangman Page and Dustin Rhodes versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. That's a great match right there. You got the Young Bucks versus Private Party, the R-rated version of what? Who are the guys in NXT Prime Primetime Players? Yes, or no, the, uh, the Prime Street Time Profits, players? the Street Profits, Street Profits, the new version of Primetime Players. Yeah. Uh, and then this this one this one's so you could just put this one on there. Sean Spears. Wow. Versus John Moxley. Okay, so Moxley's I mean, wrestling on huh? Wednesday night. God, that's amazing. And, I, and like, look, there's if they somehow found a way to get me interested without the, like without any promos, without any pro, without, yes, without a referee stoppage. Um, it's I think it's amazing. I think just going back to what what Jeff said, I think overall, I think Jericho is the highlight of the night. But I think in a close second is just like the intensity. And the adrenaline that I had in the last segment, like they didn't have to say anything. It was just exciting. There's something to be said about that. It's exciting. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to show up. And I think, but I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here, fellas. We've done a lot of WWE bashing, a lot of AEW praise. Like the reason why we're excited about it is because of the <laughs> fact that it is new. So we're, we're going to see how this all plays out, but I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah. yeah. I think AEW is, has runway for nothing. Uh, but success, as long as no one burns it down, <laughs> I'm going to burn it, burn it down, guys. going to burn it down. Poor Dominic. No one cares about Dominic. It's so sad. But, but again, look, it, WWE can completely redeem themselves. We have the draft on Friday night. This is going to be the biggest draft ever. This is going to be the first time. I don't know who's going where because Fox has invested so much into SmackDown and WWE seems really behind. I mean, if I had to decide who won the battle uh, between SmackDown and raw last week, I'd go with SmackDown all day. hundred percent. And, there, and there, there's one reason why I feel like SmackDown came out on top. Um, and I've been preaching. <laughs> oh, it for no, weeks, no, we knew it was coming. Jim lasted longer in bed with Nadia in American Pie than Kofi Kingston did in the ring with Brock Lesnar. Kofi Mania. Crashing in. It is over. I've been predicting it. I knew it was going to happen. Brock Lesnar is your WWE 
heavy weight. I'm, I can't think of shit. any oh. more disrespectful way to run what Horrible. was a very successful title run. I mean, if you think back to that match that uh, Daniel Bryan had for Brock Lesnar, I guess it was probably about six months ago. This should have been that. One F5? One F5? Horrible. That's absolutely Lazy. ridiculous. And now... I'd rather see one F5 than three curb stomps. <laughs> I, I'm not, not, no one's saying that, but Kobe Kingston has done an amazing job. He is the people's champ. He has one of the best pancake throws. Oh my gosh. Seen. He has done more for this business. And, and that is how you end his title run. I don't have a problem taking the title off of him. I don't have a problem with ending Kofi mania, but now the way you book him, where do you go from here? Like, seriously, where do we go from here with Kofi Kingston? I think we swirl this into a hopefully something to do with the New Day. I'm thinking, I was thinking about this earlier on. I hope maybe, like, they, we swirl this into, like, a, Kofi goes crazy, starts blaming everyone, like, starts turning against the guys. Just, I don't know. But it, it was, I'm with you, Matt. Like, it, right. was, it, was, it was awful. It was disrespectful. Jeff, I understand you, for some reason, hate Kofi Kingston. I, I don't understand why. Um, but the way they took the belt off of him was was awful. I knew I, I knew it was going to happen, but the way they did what, it was just was awful. What that guy did, what that guy did for WrestleMania, just uh, whatever it was, eight nine months ago, like or six months ago, you can't do that to him after you bring him in, and he kind of saves like that match with Daniel Bryan. We get, he gave us somebody to watch. He gave us something before. He was the WrestleMania moment, and the best way to describe it is exactly what Matt said. It, it is disrespectful and it's disappointing. Th- does this next angle? I know we were kind of already talked about it, but like this Brock Lesnar Kane Velasquez thing. I think if done correctly, that's actually pretty interesting. And if Kane's actually going to become a wrestler, I also think that down the road, this could be a better match. I don't think he's ready right now. But doesn't this whole thing have like a my dad can beat yes. your dad up and, type type feel? Neither one, neither one of them can talk. Heyman's going to talk for Brock, and then Rey Mysterio's going to talk for Kane, and then we're going to watch them like the beat each other up. I just ungodly grueling to watch. But what doesn't about feel well, you, you know the title's not coming off. <laughs> the title's not coming off at Crown Jewel. And uh, what about Dominic? Yeah, let's let's go ahead. Let's talk Poor about Dominic. Dominic. No one Where cares about Dominic. In the hospital bed, Brock Lesnar laid waste on and his way. And then they let him have a title shot. Title. How is that possible? How? Oh, l- let me ask you this. Brock Lesnar attacked a minor, possibly broke his back, took out a future Hall of Famer, <laughs> gets a title shot. Seth Rollins pulls out a sledgehammer in a hell in a cell, a no DQ environment. (laughs) And they call the match insanity, but let's get back to the, what's going on. Barry the fiend. How how do you in one match within a five minute period, make the fiend look like no mortal man will ever defeat him. And then minutes later have to save him by a referee stoppage. How is that possible? Let's go back to the draft. Do we think new day is going to go to raw? That would probably be the best place for them to go. Now that uh, SmackDown is going to be its own thing. Maybe get them away, really make them more stars on, on raw. What do we think? I think they're going to Raw. If they, if they I go, think they are you have to do a split. You have, they have to break uh, them up. I don't, and I feel like that plays right into it. No, 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 no. That would be a complete waste. Don't break them up in the draft. Have them have a feud. That no, no, turn no, no. is going to be epic, Jeff. 
and, and then make him turn. Send him over. I want to like a, I want like a, a full on turn. I don't want like a slow build bullshit turn. I want to see like I want to see like the shield. Like I want to see I want to see like I want to see Kofi take a sledgehammer or something from Big E. I don't think it's going to be Kofi. Oh, uh, yeah, no, good call. I, I think it's going to be Big E and Xavier Woods who separate from Kofi. Oh, you think they'll both I don't both think it's going to be That's Kofi interesting. That is, I th- that I is think, a hot I think take they, right I think, there. I think that they think Big E is a primetime player, Absolutely. and I think that Xavier Woods is the perfect yep. valet to Big E because Xavier Woods isn't going to be isn't going to be a guy who can can carry a belt. He's not going to be a guy who's any more than a tag team type guy. But if you have him as the valet the valet for Big E, I think it it's uh, it takes Big E stock to the next level, and then you get to still save Kobe. Say, they I just, I, I, yeah, I wonder if New Day is in that John Cena territory where they just can't. Can't turn them. The only reason oh, is because I, of the merch yeah. sales. Like they've been on top of the merch sales for years. I mean, yeah. All right. So guys, we're coming to the end of the deliberation chamber. We got a little further to go, but let's get to our hot takes of the week. I want to focus around the draft. Two biggest draft surprises you think are coming. That's where the hot takes are going to come this week. A little bit of surprise from the top of the chamber. We're going to start with the professor. Two biggest moves in the draft happened in Friday night. What are they, professor? I think the fiends coming over to Fox. Yeah, I think everyone thinks that. That's not that crazy. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, let, uh, let's do this. I think Seth is coming over to SmackDown as well. I think you're going to shake up where the title belts are. Do you have Brock then go over to Raw and Seth come over no to SmackDown? No way. You're wrong. That's Give him just... the jabroni of the week, Matt. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. That is uh, Jeff. <laughs> the um, first ever back-to-back jabroni of the week. You are jabroni of the week, brother. Can't believe you think they take a red wow. belt over there. And also, why would they end Kofi you're, Mania with Brock Lesnar just to move him to a different show? Doesn't even make any sense. You're just upset that Kofi doesn't have the belt. And, and this no, is just you taking it out. Jabroni I totally see. Again. I totally see. All right, Mikey. I'll Mikey, see you what's next your week. hot take right now for the draft? Um, I don't know if it's a hot take. I don't know if you necessarily – it doesn't switch anything up, but I think Becky Lynch goes number one, stays stays uh, stays on Raw, and uh, I think that's pretty cool. I think, she's just, I think she deserves it, to be honest with you. And I think, like, first ever woman to go number one, I think that would be, that would be her, right? Um, so I think that's going to happen. And she's going to stay where? She's going to be where? Well, stay with Raw. The damn, uh, what's the rule that they messed up everything? The wild card rule? I don't know who's on what. So she's on Raw right She'll now. be on Raw. Yeah, she'll stay on Raw with the... That's interesting. She has to She has to stay on Raw because of Seth being on Raw. I can't imagine that they would That's separate them. That's a good point. Him. Although they are kind of the top two stars, maybe they do need to separate them. All right, that takes us to D-Rock. Derek, what's your hot take of the week for the draft? So I think that Kevin Owens goes over to Raw, and I think that you keep Miz on SmackDown. Gives you guys a mouth on both sides, Um, and I think that you see uh, The Fiend does go to SmackDown, um, and then I I think you do keep um, uh, Charlotte Flair over at SmackDown um, and Becky Lynch and Seth on Raw. But I think Kevin Owens and the Miz. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. And you know who else goes to Raw? This is Matt G's hot take of the week. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's going to head on over to Raw, and uh, he's going to be able to to really 
flourish over there. I'd, I'd love to see another title run. I did like Earth's champion. Um, and maybe they can do something with that where I'd love to see him heal again. I, th- I think he's just as good of a heel as a face. I, I don't know if this turn has fully happened yet. Ah, now that's an interesting, an interesting piece there. I would agree with you. I'm not sure he's, he's no, fully gone. I don't there think they've booked it there. Uh, all right. Those are some amazing hot takes. Uh, before this match ends, Jeff, the professor, where can the people find us? I think the people can find us daily at Instagram on uh, at Deliberation Chamber. Just simply go to Instagram, drop a follow. You're going to be in the know on all things wrestling. Anytime we have a new posting go up, you'll be in the know as well. And also, get yourself over. Don't miss. They're going to be sold out soon. Get yourself over to ProWrestlingTees.com. Search Deliberation Chamber and grab yourself some sweet, sweet swag for the fall season. 